It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Can you believe it's actually election day already? Sure, international under pressure. <laughs> oh, I'll be glad when this election is over. Although, who knows when it's actually gonna gonna be over? As far as the counting, I saw a strange headline today over at one of the investing websites. I looked at the headline is Dow futures soar. Right, Dow futures are up this morning, an hour and a half before the market opens. Dow futures soar in speculation on clear election result. And I don't know what these folks are reading, because uh, while a so-called clear election result, meaning we know early on and definitively who's the winner, while that's possible, it actually has seemed less likely over recent days rather than more likely. But every once in a while, you get these financial writers who just make stuff up because they have to write something for their job. Anyway, I made a a promise to myself, not not out loud on the show, but I made a promise to myself that I was not going to bet on this election or certainly not bet big because I didn't want to be in a position where if I was talking about a bet on the air that people would think that I might be changing what I was saying I thought would happen in the election based on what I wanted to happen in the election because of a bet, right? In other words, if I had bet a $1,000 on one candidate or the other, then people might think, well, Ross is just talking in favor of that candidate because he's got money on it. So I avoided all that. But I I have made a few uh, very small bets. I bet dinner with my dad. Um, I bet lunch with one listener. And I made three bets with uh, with my good friend, former state senator Greg Brophy, who joins us on the show now to talk about those and, and just to talk about the whole scene that we're looking at today. So, Greg, good morning, and, and thanks for being up with us. Well, good morning, Ross. Um, you know one, me, I get up early all the time. Yeah, you're a farm boy, so you're always up early. Um, a listener has a, a totally different question. Oh, did you hear that rooster? A listener has a, a different question that he wanted me to ask you to get started um, which is, what became of Greg Brophy's initiative to get us off daylight savings time, or at least on to just one time? We struggled to raise enough money to get signatures for it, but we're not dead yet, so we can always try again. Okay, there we go. Um, let's talk about our bets, and I'll, I'll let you describe them, but let's do one at a time. You say what the bet is, and then we'll talk about what we each think of the current situation as it applies to that bet. Let's start with the one that I feel the most confident that I'm going to win. And I got to tell you, I feel a little bad. I feel like I took advantage of you, Ross, on (laughs) EE, the tobacco tax initiative, because I knew ahead of time, before you did, apparently, that Altria wasn't going to spend millions of dollars opposing this tobacco tax increase and you 
took the other side of this bet. I said it's going to pass, and you said it's not, and I think I'm going to win this one. Yeah, you know, you're right that I didn't know that the that some Democrat or Democrats in the state legislature bribed the biggest tobacco company in the world, I think it is, to not oppose a tobacco tax. And it makes me all the more pissed off about this law. But you're right, it makes or this measure, it makes it more likely that it'll pass. I do still think I have a chance on it, but I, I agree with you that that this is the one where you're the most favored. Do you do you know in any real specificity, like with names, how that provision to to put a minimum price per pack of cigarettes in EE was was put in there? Do you know who did that? I do not. And I, I could I could probably go back through all of the <clears throat> amendments and the first drafts of the bill and figure it out. I suspect it happened fairly early, maybe even in the drafting of the of the legislation. There's a way to go back on the state state website and and look at the very original draft of a bill, and then go through all the committees and 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 all the floor work and look at the amendments. But in my case, I, I saw I can't remember if it was um, Senator Lundeen or Senator Owen Hill um, railing about this provision in the bill on um, second or third reading in the Senate on the mm-hmm. floor, and, and and so I knew that that Altria wasn't going to oppose the bill. And I remember back in 2016, um, there was a tobacco tax on the, on the ballot. And I was working on raise the bar, the amendment 71 at the time. And, and the, you know, the inside the industry talk on, on that tobacco tax increase in 2016 was that it took a million dollars a point to knock it down from passage. Originally it was polling at something like, 60% 60% support. Mm-hmm. It took a million dollars a point to knock it down below 50%. So hmm. you, you get a sense of how big of an investment it is to continue to try to crush these things. So Altria made the smart move on the other hand and, and got this minimum mandatory pricing in. <clears throat> and then there's a, there's another provision in the bill that, that are now the, the measure EE that um, makes sure that some other, Altria, some new Altria product Yes, taxed at all. I don't remember what it is, but yeah. I just know it's in there. Right. So it's this kind of product that is in between smoking and vaping, where it heats the substance but doesn't actually burn it. But the substance is tobacco and not steam. And so they got and and Altria. It's to me. I mean, look, I don't smoke. I don't use chewing tobacco. I'm not expert on any of this stuff. It seems to be a category that doesn't have much traction with nicotine users, but that Altria is the dominant player in. And let me ask you another question. So you you were in the state Senate for eight years? Nine, actually, nine Not, and a half. Nine and a half years. So you, you've seen a lot of stuff. You've seen a lot of players come and go. You've seen how the sausage is made. Um, h- how does this rank in terms of the pure cynicism of drafting a bill to get who would normally be its major opponent to agree not to support it by bribing them with a measure that would crush their competition and raise their profits and in a company that theoretically you don't like. Yeah. This one on, on on a scale of, of one to 10, this one's probably an 11. Um, You see it, you see it occasionally. We saw it with the, must have been back in '04 when Colorado was one of the last states to raise the DUI level from point 
or lower the DUI level from 0.10 to 0.08, <clears throat> that bill became a, a Christmas tree of, of gifts to the liquor industry to make sure that um, they wouldn't oppose it. So it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm just furious about it. All right, so let's go from the one that you're most likely to win to the one that I feel most confident about, and that is Proposition, is it 115? That would, yeah, 115. That would ban abortion after 22 weeks in Colorado. Um, I'll give a 15-second summary. Abortion would be illegal after 22 weeks. The penalty would apply to the doctor, not the woman. It would be a misdemeanor, so no jail time, but an automatic revocation of a license to practice medicine. There would be an exception for the life of the mother, no exception for rape or incest. Did I miss anything important? Well, mostly, but you you nailed it with the with with the explanation that you always give on it. I, I call it a ban on late term abortion, and I thought for sure it would pass because, hey, it's a ban on late-term abortion, and pretty much everybody thinks that that's okay. Um, and I don't think it's going to pass now. I think I'm going to lose this bet to you. I, I thought I would, this, I thought this was taking candy from a baby when we, made, when we made this bet because I didn't see any chance of it passing, especially in the mood Colorado was in right now with lots of pissed-off suburban women who would not vote for something like this. But, but in terms of just going to, I mean, you're the pro-life person on this conversation. Um, and, and I am, um, I'm pro-choice, but I could live with some kind of legal restrictions on abortion. So what really bothered me about this is all the talk before it, and even the talk during the conversation has been, as you put it, late-term abortion, and yet they set, they set it at 22 weeks, which is just two weeks after the very middle of a pregnancy, so it doesn't feel... Like it's a ban on late term. It's it's in the second trimester, not just the third. And I think they I think they kind of overreached with that in a in a way that that made it harder to sell. I, I don't know if that's its main problem. I think almost any restriction on abortion would fail in Colorado right now. But um, I think this one loses by twenty points or more. Yeah, it, you know, it could be that. It could be that the the electorate in Colorado is um, already primed to vote against anything related to abortion because of the personhood amendments that have yeah. been on the ballot twice and failed so miserably. And, mm-hmm. and and then which you know it's one of those things where it kind of dawned on me eventually that <clears throat> I am likely not uh, electable statewide in Colorado because I've I've always been an unabashed supporter of of the personhood amendment and 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 a pro life. Um, and I'm not willing to, you know, modify my position on that for the sake of getting elected statewide. And, and uh, I guess I'm, I'm probably going to probably going to lose this beer to you, Ross. I guess the question we have is, are these are these bets going to be settled uh, net or paid in full? Oh, I think it would be more fun if we did them, settled them separately. Indeed. Yeah, that would be more fun. I'd rather have you buy me a beer and have me buy you a beer either, whether it's the same night or different nights, than just have them offset. So now that leaves us with a third bet, and that's the presidential race. Why don't you tell the folks what our bet is? Well, this one is comp- more complicated because <clears throat> no one in their right mind would wager anything of value that President Trump is going to win Colorado. So uh, what we did was we did an over-under on uh, the president's performance in Colorado last time, where he lost Colorado by 4.9%. So if President Trump loses Colorado by less than 4.9%, I win the bet. 
If President Trump loses Colorado by more than 4.9%, Ross wins the bet. And how are you feeling about that today? Because this is an interesting one. I, 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 I feel pretty confident, but not supremely confident. I, yeah, so I, I think I'm going to win this thing. And it's all going to come down, really, you start thinking about it, it's all going to come down to Pueblo. So, hmm. you know, I me, mean, I spend, I split my time between uh, Ray and the Denver area. And, you know, I don't see any difference this year between 2016 and 2020. I mean, out at Ray, there are still homemade Trump signs all over the place and tons and tons of energy out there for him. I'll be shocked if he gets less than 80% of the vote again in Yuma County. Mm-hmm. And, and, and here in the Denver area, he didn't do too well last time. He's probably not going to do too well again this time. Mm-hmm. But the real question is, you know, he won Pueblo County in 2016, the first Republican to win Pueblo County since 1972. Um, the question is, what, is what, what happened to his support down there? Is he going to win big down there again? I, I suspect he is. And if he does, then I win this wager. Interesting. Yeah. And I, so for me, the question in Colorado and other places is, can President Trump pick up enough minority support to offset what I think he's lost among suburban women and to some but a lesser degree among senior citizens? And I and I don't know. I just yeah. I don't <laughs> That's know. A great question. And, 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 and I'm not confident that he actually lost the support among senior citizens, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, here, here, here pretty soon. And, and I also... You know, he wasn't popular with suburban women in 16. I, I, I have a handful of uh, suburban women that I get to talk to in our Denver neighborhood. And, mm-hmm. you know, none of them have changed their position on him. If they voted for him in 16, they're voting for him this time. And I can think of some Yahoo who works on the radio who did not vote for him in 2016, but did in 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there are a couple of Yahoos like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, 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 do you think that, Colorado is this time around going to be more like 2016, which was a presidential year, or more like 2018, which wasn't a presidential year, but was a blue wave. I think it, I think it's, a, I think it's, a, I think it's an in-between. Um, I think it's going to end up being this year is going to resemble 2012 more than, than say 2007 going into 2008 for when we got crushed in 2006 uh, we, we also got additionally beat down in 2008 so we may lose um, a seat in in the Colorado State Senate uh, like we did in 08 but I think like 2012 uh, President Trump is going to get reelected nationwide and disappoint the heck out of Democrats who were positive they could make him into a one-term president, just like I thought we were going to make Obama into a one-term president mm-hmm. in 2012. And we've had some we've had some serious mistakes on the on the part of the um, super PAC side in state house races in Colorado. There's some state house races that we probably could have won if money had been spent. Uh, more strategically in 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 those races. But, so give us a sense um, of what you mean. And we got a few, about three minutes left here, but this is some real inside baseball stuff. That and for those just yeah. joining, my special guest Greg Brophy, former uh, state senator and and former candidate for governor as well. So you you understand this stuff much better than I do. So be be a little more detailed. 
But yeah, so there's a, there's a there's a House district seat down in the Pueblo area <clears throat> that President Trump won by 17 points in 2016, and, and all the polling indicates he's going to crush it again there this year. And a Democrat currently holds that seat. The the Democrats have spent I think seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars on a state house race defending that seat. Wow! And the Republicans haven't spent hardly any money um, trying to tie her, the the Democrat incumbent, to um, Biden and 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 the elected Democrats nationwide, which would be really easy to do because she has a terrible Twitter feed. But they haven't done that, and <laughs> and instead they they haven't spent hardly any money down there and they haven't spent it very wisely. And so it, it looks like that's a seat that we that should be ours. We should pick it up easily. I mean, if it's a seat that President Trump has won by, you know, fifteen to twenty points, and a Democrat state legislator wins that seat, um, that's that's basically incompetence on the side of the of the Republicans. So that's one. And then there's there's another one up in uh, Jefferson County that's Evergreen area mm-hmm. that in the history of Colorado that seat has never been held by a Democrat. A Democrat won it in 2018. Long, long sordid story about how that happened. And and again, this year, 2020, there's a, a you know a well-known, reasonably well-liked guy running for that seat, guy I like a lot named Don Rozier, um, former county commissioner. So he's been elected. The people in the area know him, know him well. He's, you know, he fits the seat. And again, just not, um, not strategically, uh, you know, money not being spent up there strategically that, uh, and early. And, and instead the Democrats who have something like a six to one money advantage over Republicans, Look like they're going to be able to um, keep that seat unless the, you know, unless there's a turnout shift here, mm-hmm. and, and and it's going to depend. You know, mo- most of Colorado these days is is unaffiliated voters. I mean, almost yeah. every, you know, forty one percent of all voters statewide are are now unaffiliated, and that's the case in almost all these suburban seats. When you look at the returns, you know, there'll be maybe twelve thousand Republicans vote, twelve thousand Democrats vote, ballots returned, and. 15 or 16,000 unaffiliated votes. Yeah. So you have to win a majority of the unaffiliated and, and, you know, all unaffiliated aren't created equal you know, and unaffiliated in Yuma County is probably to the right of me. And an unaffiliated in Boulder County up around Netherlands is probably to the left of Karl Marx. So <clears throat> um, it, it just depends upon the district when you're saying, Hey, can, you know, can, can someone win, uh, you know, 50% plus one of the unaffiliated voters in X district. Well, you have to look at the district, and, and there's plenty where we can. Yeah. And and uh, just a quick thing, since I used to live in Nederland, very left-wing place, but the Nederland, the Nether, Nederland left-wingers are kind of nice, live and let live. Maybe they're a little stoned, you know, uh, make love, not war, kind of unreconstructed hippies. And even though they're not that far from Boulder, Boulder are kind of the the angry liberals, the the if you don't agree with me, you're not just wrong, you're bad. So give me the Nederland liberal any day. Yeah, yeah, me too. Just live and let live. That's kind of how I am. And <laughs> instead, instead, we end up mostly, it seems like nationwide, with the more of the, of the bolder, angry liberals who not only think that you're wrong, but want to find some way to make sure that you can't even say what it is yeah, you want to say. Yeah. All right. And my, my last thing for you, Greg. So look, I'm I think I'm probably a little more negative than you are in about Colorado. I, I do think Trump has a, a national path. I'd say he's, a, he's an underdog, but is not out of reach. But I, I think Colorado, I think Democrats are going to win every close race. The only one that I think a Republican can win is CD3 and Lauren Boebert. What do you think about that seat? You know, there's been a tremendous amount of effort put put into defeating Lauren, especially by the Denver media. 
um, trying to paint her as some sort of right wing wacko. I think Lauren wins it. She she brings energy, and you know people that people that bring energy to races get get folks to vote who haven't ever voted before. And we saw that in the primary with her. She she significantly increased turnout. I know the Tipton side thought that they had it in the bag. They, you know they did their t- traditional polling of four or four primary voters, and they were up. And Lauren brought something like 40,000 brand-new voters to the table. Mm-hmm. And I don't see those guys going away. I think Lauren wins. I think watch um, Senate District 25 with Kevin Priola. That guy has the ability to win races when nobody else seems to be able to. That'll be the real acid test. If Kevin loses, then then this year's more like 2018. If Kevin wins, this year's more like 2012. Yeah, and for those of you who don't know, Kevin Priola is the Susan Collins of the state Senate. Um, he's, he's a Republican. He's, he's clearly the most liberal Republican in the state Senate. And sometimes he pisses me off. But like I say about Susan Collins, um, you know, if that's the best you're going to get out of a particular district, and especially if you're even slightly close to having the majority or slightly close to losing the majority, you got to support people like that. Um, am I right? Absolutely right. Yep. I, I wouldn't say he was, I, I would, I would probably describe him as more bipartisan than, than the way you described him, but he's also one of the hardest working candidates you've ever run into. I mean, a guy that goes out there, probably knocked on 20,000 doors now. Mm, okay. And, and so people, people have, have met him and they know him personally. Yeah. And I wouldn't say he's not bipartisan in a way more bipartisan, but like you say, I agree with that. It's just that too often, and I don't just mean this about Kevin Priola. I mean, I, this is my big complaint about John McCain, right? That being bipartisan just means move Republicans moving to Democrats points of view and not really getting anything in return. And that's what bipartisanship means to me for the last 20 years. Understood. Greg Brophy. Yeah. I got to leave it there. Thanks so much. Um, I have a feeling that we're going to split the two um, ballot measure votes and then we'll just have to see what happens with, with president. I'm, I'm feeling fairly confident, but Either way, I'll be happy to settle up with you. It'll be fun. Okay, thanks for being here, Greg. Appreciate it. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.